tents are there. I quit. Oh god. You know, it's funny, normally I actually really appreciate Madeline's Yoshi noises. Yeah, but this is probably God. We're all still sick. This is not this is not a good cult. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, here, it's normally, all it's all yours, Justin. Normally, Zach, I would like disagree with you because they're pretty fun. But this is I just don't want to. I, I just want to get into it. I don't care about my cold open. I want to know what these tents are and why they're here. They're decoys. Because like, here's the deal. I have a cold open. What is it? <laughs> so we were <laughs> me, just talking mean. about like valuable books, right? And I found out that Madeline apparently gave away <laughs> one of those old asbestos printed copies of Fahrenheit 451 to a used bookstore. Hell yeah. And like, I used to have, I used to have a job where it was like my job to appraise old and rare books. <laughs> and like, that was one that was like, oh shit, whenever I found one. So I'm just like over here like, oh man. Oh, sorry, buddy. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, it sucks yeah. a lot. She traded in like a $3,000 book to McKay's for probably like 20 bucks. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch around. I love it. Well, I think that was one of the times that we took a shit ton of stuff to McKay's. And it was just like we had like $300 in store credit because we took in my entire bookshelf because we were moving. Well, at least so. you don't have like an asbestos book on your shelf anymore. You're supposed you to know, put them in a yeah. case. Well, I I didn't know what I had, obviously. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't have just been like, meh, McKay's. <laughs> anyway, Let me throw it in the it. free bin. Oh, God. All right, we'll get right into it. Yeah, uh, I just want to get right over. into it. Welcome to the Secret Hearth Podcast. We're oh, yeah, hey, what we're, up? We're continuing our game of Lavenlin. I'm joined by Madeline Baggett. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. Um, uh, Justin Hatcher. Yep. Patrick Cruz. Ugh. Oh my god. Oh, this is a fucking mess. And Josh Chillette. Oh, hello. Oh, oh hello there. Um, <laughs> we're all still sick. Uh, me and Justin this, are still not sick. We're recording <laughs> this current episode about oh, 45 minutes after we recorded the last one. Yeah. It's a so lie. It's, it's, like, been, it's been two months. And like a day wow. after Christmas. Yeah. That's why we're day. Wait, what? Um, so you guys are at the foot, at the roots um, of Red Row, this heartwood tree that has a city inside of it that is named Monolith. So explain that. Mm. And um, great world building, Zach. Real, real strong. Mm-hmm. You did good, honey. Thank you very much. And at the base of it, you are surprised to see that there is like a basically a colony of people set up here. Um, and you're you're just in the middle of the woods alone with your luggers, um, who I'm assuming you've probably tied up to some trees nearby, and they're safe and no, they're secure. Still riding them, somebody's just no. Okay, fine. You're on them. You're on them. Honestly, like, if they're following us, I don't feel a need to tie them up so they can run if they need to. If they'll come when we whistle for them, then I don't see a need to... Like, I'm asking, I guess... Because I, I was just going to say they're they're good, but if you're wanting them to do something, what are you doing with them? Because you're going into the city, right? I don't need it. I don't need it. So are we about? I thought we were like in the woods outside of the city, right? Yeah, you are. Okay. Um, well, I'm mean, still going to ride it up to the front door like we did last time. No, wait, no, we left them in the woods. Oh, yeah, that we was did before we were trying to. I would like to leave them in the lo- woods so people don't eat them. Okay. Point is, yeah. your luggers are safe and secure. Cool. That's all I'm <laughs> trying to get across, right? Okay. Like, um, they're not in this picture, right? Um, so you've got this band. It looks like the. I mean, you can't really see because you can't fully see around the tree, um, but it looks like this band of tents goes 
around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can see a couple of people milling about. And I think you're probably a pretty good distance away to where, like, you're not in the line of sight. Like, you can approach however you want to um, to this scenario. Uh, but you can see that there's people, they're not in uniforms or anything, just, like, moving in and around the tents and, like, talking. Um, most importantly, um, Emerald and Herbert, I think, spot this first. There is a girl, a little girl, a Nova, um, with like bright magenta colored skin and this mane of white hair and these sort of floppy ears that, that kind of look bestial that sort of hang, um, by the side of her face that is, uh, dressed in like black, um, leather armor. And she is up on this big stump and like people seem to be approaching her and like talking to her and she's giving them what looked like commands or advice and then sending off different groups of people to the different places in the tents. Um, this tent colony, rather. This music festival. Oh, my nice. God. Um, so what do you guys want to do? It's literally Muddy Roots. <laughs> I love Muddy I mean, roots. that would be okay. Yeah, I'd be about it. Well, you want to go talk to there? Uh, how many people are wandering around? You'd say probably about 100. And they're probably just people, though, right? Yeah, but like, where did they come from? Where did they come from? Maybe it's been less in, than twenty-four hours. Maybe they came from inside. Do, they, do these look like the people that were inside? Um, roll with. <laughs> Is this like just to, so terrible good nature? No, I'm gonna try like to aid. aid as well. Yeah, I definitely don't aid. Echo's brain just yeah, stopped no, working. I don't aid. Oh my god. Yeah. Fourteen. You're kind of like watching and scanning around for faces. Um, it's hard to gauge at first because these are in fact just peasants. Um, but then you spot Roy. Oh, um, you spot Roy and you spot, um, one of his other masked buddies spot Roy and Samuel. All right. Let's go talk to this Nova. (laughs) Yeah. You, uh, you slip down this sort of like small, um, dirt ledge and across this, this bed of, um, crunched. Cerulean crystals and into this sort of copse of, of uh, cedar trees. And you can see Roy and Samuel kind of like lift their crossbows up at you guys. And this Nova, you can hear her like call out like, Who are you? Sign of smiles. Right okay. off the rip. She immediately notices you. She's like, ah, the priesties come back. We don't want you here, priest. Great, cool. So what's going on here? Why are you all outside the tree? None of your business. She kind of turns back to <sighs> Well, if you uh, don't want any information on what's going on with the dragon, or if you don't want to help your people really and not just pretend to be somebody standing on a fucking stump and knows what they're doing, well, fuck off. She kind of squints her eyes for a second. Roll will. I want to put on my hourglasses, too. Mm. You want to put your hourglasses on? Okay. Net 20. Fuck yeah, dog. All right. Handling your glasses in first. You don't see anything save for the scenario that you really like already see around here. Um, There's a lot of except there's one thing that's that's different about what you're seeing through your hourglasses. Um, There's a lot of food present. There's a lot of food being spread around, and it looks like rationed out by this Nova girl. Okay. Um, she yells out to you. All right, come on up and we'll talk. 
that's fine. <clears throat> and Roy right. and yeah, Roy yeah. And I feel like we're all so fucking done with dealing with these people that it's just like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah. Let, yeah. Well, let's let's yeah, yeah. Roy and Samuel sort of back up and like come to her side, and uh, she says, "Last time you told us that this wasn't the way." But you didn't tell us what the fucking way was. So yeah, because we were headed out the fucking door and you guys were just beating the tar out of each other. So you can imagine my abrasiveness. Okay. Have we talked to this person before? No, I don't think we have. I'm Marley. Nice to meet you. It's Herbert Quinn Carver. You have some information? We'll trade you food. No, we don't need food. Really? Y'all don't need food? Well, not, not immediately, no. No, we y'all. don't. Because I did I keep saying give y'all. you a solution. <laughs> I did give the woman a solution, which was just go. Just leave. Yeah. There's, because there's no food here. There's food other places. Oh, there's food here. We're not with her anymore. And tonight, she's not going to be anywhere. <sighs> okay, are, cool. What are you going to do? These What's, are my people now. Awesome. Cool. So where is she? She's at the top of the tree. <sighs> Is just her up there? Right. She's seen that we're holed up up here, so she's locked all the doors. Now we are our own city, and tonight we're going to end it for her. Is this, is this all that's left of Monolith? Oh, no. I'm sure there's some cowards still stuck up in there eating themselves. No, but, like, how many? Like, how many? Like, seriously? Are you asking her, like, how many people are here or inside? How many people are left of Monolith that have lost in 24 hours? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she lets so us in. Like, last time it was, like, yeah. a thousand? Yeah, she, she says, we took a few out when we left, um, some of the Knights of Red Row. But beyond that, they maybe go through a person a day. At least that's how many people die a day, you know? Yeah. So this is a siege. It will be tonight. Where'd you get the food? Stole it. From? The watchtower. Which one? Sprout, our closest. Oh, God damn it. Okay, well, you'd probably be... Never- that's, that's fine. I mean, as long as nobody got seriously hurt. No, they back down pretty quick. Yeah. This girl is like 11. Yeah. Oh, no, we got that. Okay. I mean, it's better than eating people. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, no, for sure. Along. Yeah, this is, this is a step up from eating each other. Appreciate it. Doing my best. Why don't you just leave? Oh, want to make sure that she's dead before we do. Let me guess. You uh, eat. Okay. Well, actually, no. I don't want to guess. What do you? How do you plan on sieging this tree? <laughs> Maybe 20 nights of Red Row. I've got about 120 men. Yeah, but they've got a colus. How are you going to get through the door? We have some mages on our midst. Well, you could probably just ask the tree. I could try to talk to it. Yeah, I could try to talk to the, the to the tree. You think you can talk to the tree so we don't have to hurt it to get inside? Um, I would really like that. I would prefer that very much so. So then you'll help us tonight. How tall is Red Row? Red Row, she stands probably about, I'd say about 600 feet tall. Is there somebody standing on top of it right now? Just up there? <laughs> um, you do see silhouettes of archers and people <clears throat> looking through telescopes at you all down below. Hmm. 
They can look all they like. They know it's the end for them. <sighs> well, this is what, wasn't exactly like what I was this. expecting, but I, I, I mean... Hey, man, it's progress. <laughs> to an extent. It's better, but it didn't have to be like this. It's... Well, I mean, what else were they going to do? I mean, it's a failure of leadership. Yeah, that's exactly what's going on, but it's unfortunate that it has to be like this. I don't know. Normally when there's a mutiny, it's a little bit easier if you keep things hush-hush and you do it behind doors. Aye, it's my first time. Yeah. Well, do you, uh... Do y'all want to go inside? Stop saying y'all. Herbert's not Tennessean. <laughs> y'all want to go Dude, inside? Shit. Fuck, what's that chick's name? That we talked to before, who's like all limping and stuff. I have it written down somewhere. Craven, isn't that it? No, Craven's the. the Is that the leader. woman? Craven's the one with the hand. Holy shit! You talking about the guard? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, dude. Garth. 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 Yeah. Hey, so uh, just by chance, you know, where's Garth? I'm sure leading the knights. Getting them ready for their last night. Okay, so what I'm seeing here <laughs> is that the general populace of Monolith have decided that this isn't worth doing anymore. This is not general. This is just a hundred out of a thousand. Oh, that's okay. a tenth. Yeah, that's that's all you really need. Um, but they've decided this isn't worth doing anymore, and the leader up top. Craven, she has decided somewhere along this line that there was literally no other possible option other than turning people into food. Yeah. There was no possible option. There's a whole entire fucking world out here. And if she had just fucking listened. Hey, but knowing what we know. I tried to tell her that we were going to handle some of these problems and that they could move on from this. They didn't have to do this anymore. Echo's fucking furious. Yeah. Right. Marley looks mad, too. And she's actually like, um, you saw, like, her her displeasure at seeing Herbert again. Um, the, the more you're talking to your group in front of her, she started to become more relaxed and almost, like, happy about you, Echo, in particular. Like, she's kind of, like, nodding. Well, Echo puts a pin in this right now by saying, like, I didn't want anyone to die in this situation. I didn't want Craven to die. I don't want anyone that doesn't have to die to die here. Yeah. Right? Preferably. I mean, that's that's the ultimate goal. And I just don't understand why, why Craven has decided that the only option is to sit there... In her her tree, she's scared. She's short sighted. Just snake eating its own tail. <clears throat> well, um, do we want to go inside? Try and get inside. I think we should have Gwydion talk to the tree. Just have it like and see if push we the, can go inside. Tree, and we just can push Craven out of the tree. Well, like maybe. But I mean, maybe we should assess the situation from the inside, and you know, if we walk up that field. On our own, just us, we're going to get shot at. Yes. Oh, no. I think we'll be fine. You think we'll be okay? Yeah. First, I mean, once we get close enough to the tree, they won't be able to. <laughs> okay. And when you do that, Echo goes, ah, ha, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I always have this up anyway. 
Marley speaks up. She's like, I need to know that you're on my side before I am to freely let you go towards the city. I really would not like uh, you against me, um, especially from inside the walls. Well, no, we're, we're on the side of people not being eaten. Right, so and the, we're, we're, we're against the use of the atrocious hand that a woman has. That's what I would like to do, is I'd like to get that hand from her and tell her to hit the fucking road. Understood. All right. My boys here will all lead you up to the gate. Uh, they should be able to guard you with their shields. Uh, I, I think we'll be fine. You'd rather go alone? I mean, I don't think yeah. we need an escort. I don't think so either. The Knights of Red Row are not to be trifled with. They might have lost their way, but they still have training under the belt. Once we get close enough to the tree, I mean, the trajectory, it'll be so fucking hard to hit us. Right. Good luck. Let me know if you need anything. Just holla. How far away from Red Row are we? Uh, from the main like gate, probably a thousand feet. All right. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Sort of protected by a wall of trees here, so... Uh, so how many, like, arrow slits do we see, though? Because, like, are we going to be rained with, like, hundreds of arrows? There there does appear to be, like, arrow slits here and there, but it's definitely, I mean, this tree was not built, you know, it didn't grow with the intent to be a fortress. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, these are, like, yeah. little things that have been carved out over the years. So you might you might get a couple pelted at you, but beyond that, not really much. All right. you can well, see, if, we wanna, uh, if we want to take extra precaution, I can do that as well. You can see there are on either side of the porticolis um, two knights of of Red Row with their their like black wooden armor with that that silver tree symbol emblazoned on their breastplate. Cool. They appear to be elven brothers. Oh, that's fun. They look very nervous, and their hands are on their hilts. Cool. Well, <laughs> don't worry, guys. I'll talk us out of this one. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, no. All right, so you approach a tree line. Um, one of the elves calls out to you. What's your business? We want to talk to the tree. He kind of like looks, looks around shiftily. And he's like, all right, we're going to open the gate. Be quick. No, no, we we want to talk to the tree. We don't give a, we don't want to talk to anybody inside right now. We just want to talk to the tree. What? Okay. Right? We want to talk yeah. to the tree to open the gate, right? They just said they'd open the gate. Oh, my yeah. bad. Yeah. Scratch that. He's yeah, not, that sounds great. <laughs> he said he's going to open the gate to get you guys inside real fast, basically. But, like, Marley wants the gate opened, like, so she can get 100 people in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, first step is getting inside. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I didn't realize that was... So, yeah. Sign of smiles. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're, not, I'm, we're not here to hurt anybody. We're just here to uh, reassess the situation <sighs> since we left. That's fair. He kind of, like looks into the portocollis and whispers like, a few nods are passed around and then you can see they kind of take a step to the side and the portocollis raises and they like start motioning to you like quick 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 like come come in quick across the okay. across the bridge yeah I mean let's go yeah if you shoot me I swear to god Echo <laughs> starts walking forward okay you guys start walking you can see a couple of Marley's boys um, like sort of peer around at the tree and a few arrows, like, above you as you're calmly walking um, towards a porticolis, um, like, come down and, like, pitter-patter around the trees, and they back up a little bit. Um, I'm going to say, like, when that happens, the Echo goes, like, hold the fuck on. No. 
Okay. No I reason mean, for that right now. It seems like they're just making sure those guys don't advance, but there's mm-hmm. there's no action against you guys. I guess nope. Still no reason for it right now. Mm-mm. They're too far away. Nah, they're not listening to you. They're, they're shooting arrows. Uh, I mean, Echo, like, this is... This is not the situation that they want to find themselves in right now. What do you want to do? Do you he's want to is going to say to you, "Keep your shit together right now because we have to go inside." Okay? I'm fine. They just Okay, well because you don't look fine. Everyone needs to calm the fuck down. Yeah, but including that, you can't, yourself. You can't force that. You have to be diplomatic. Yes. All right, so you guys are inside. You have sort of been, you know, shunted in, escorted in. They close the portcullis behind you, and you're in that um sort of like town center. That you were in before, um, and the same amount of people are here, like out of balconies and standing in doorways. Uh, but nobody's really like going about town business. They, they. It seems like news of your arrival had already spread, and everyone is sort of expectantly like waiting around. And you can see a couple of the knights of Red Row um, in their armor are pushed aside from from north of you down the town hall and. Uh, or down the town center, and Garth kind of like shoves her way to you guys, hand on her hilt, and looks at the lot of you. What do you want? We come bring news. Okay. So you can see things are a bit tense from outside. Um, no, yeah, it's a siege. I mean, you it, know. It will be. Yeah, it will be. It's what it is. It will be a squashed rebellion. Well, either way, you're going to be killing your own town citizens and just making those, the situation worse. But, anyway, um, so we went to this cave where you, everybody was worried where the dragon was. And I don't think that this is a spot to kind of discuss this kind of thing. Unless you want to do it out in, uh, you know, in front of everybody that's watching and her kind of looks up, up all the balconies. She uh, kind of like leans over to one of the other knights and seems to take counsel for a second and then kind of nods to you and they start leading you towards closer to the center of the tree where that staircase was um, that goes up to the top and where the staircase splits and they they sort of spiral up to the actual top floor. um, She heads in between them and goes into some sort of separate chamber. Are you guys following her? I'm assuming you're following her. Yeah. No, of yeah. course. Yeah. Why wouldn't we follow her? She's nodding for you to lead, to guide. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you guys enter into this very large, like, central chamber. It's pillar-shaped, basically. It's probably about 500 by 500 feet. And the knights close the door behind you guys. Um, and it's vacant in here. It's just the inside of the tree, like the, the, the soft black wood that almost looks gray and fleshy in here. Um in the very center, you see what looks like a column of glowing liquid that's sort of coming down, like dripping in a singular column um, and pooling in a, in a recess below. And it's it's vibrant, like like fire, um, but it's not it's not hot in here. It's actually quite cool. Um, and she kind of circles around to the, the other side. You're in here with her and two other knights of Red Row. And then she nods to you. Well, what news do you bring? Well, um, I would say, um, for one, no one's really watching the tree. Not really. Not uh, the way you would expect. There's no troops patrolling. Nothing like that. Uh, in the cave, there were only, what would you say, maybe 40 people total? That went? I'd say about 40 people. Yeah, and we managed to kill quite a few of the big ones. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason 
that everyone can't just leave. Leave. That's a great relief. But Craven does not see it like that. Craven is insane. Craven has lost her way. I'm sorry, but feeding people to your people, there's not, there's no, no, there are other places to go to get food until you're ready to come back in this wartime. But this is insanity. There's no reason to stay in a basically your own prison cell and eat each other until you're gone. Even if I were to agree with you, we have a new situation now, which is we have many innocent people trapped inside and many hostile people right at our doorstep. They're innocent too. They are. They're victims of the situation just as much as you. They're neighbors, and they're led by a little girl, and as much as I agree with you in that instance, there's no talking to them. They are going to siege the tree tonight. Yeah, they are. It, it is a fight. I'll be honest. It's avoidable. Their leader appeared to be open to the idea of it going differently, based off of one reaction to something I said, which was that I was going to come in here and talk. I don't want anyone to die here today. Enough people have died here already. We've sent Knights of Red Row. They don't want to talk to any of the Knights. Of course not. What do you want to do, Garth? Me personally? Yeah, you. It is a tough situation, but I think that Craven is right. Why? From what I hear of you and others, there is to be a meeting in Sunbeam. Mm-hmm. Very soon. If we can keep the people stable and comfortable for now, and help is already on the way, then that is the move we should take. We'll maybe lose a few more weeks of people and parts, but That's after good. that, we keep the tree, which is a valuable fortress in a coming war, and we keep everyone here safe and together and strong. Spreading them out might be the right thing to do, but later on down the road, when this dragon does decide to strike, we will all be spread out, our resources will not be pooled, and we will have lost our tree, where many of us grew up, where many of us have lives. To me, Craven's Way is the only option for now. There is something we're not considering, which is... All of this uh, fighting and, and ruckus is going to draw the attention of the dragon. So, I mean, I'm no, all for... I've considered it. Yeah. I'm all for not fighting at all and just... But, uh, man, what the fuck are we going to do here? Because obviously these people... They have food outside. Yeah, they have food outside. So, like, what if we just tell them to fuck off? What if we just say, like... Just, it still doesn't fit the situation inside the it tree. It doesn't, Which yeah. is why we came here in the first place. Yeah. Now we just have the added element of, like, people that were from the tree have left the tree and are yeah. now trying to change the rule. It, it's... They're, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like we just need to kill Craven. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I'm kind of feeling that as well, but, I mean, like, that will just cause... Yeah. All these know. people are going to buck up against that. I wonder if we can even, like, if Craven's even, like, talking to people. Yeah. 
What are the chances of we actually going to go see Craven? At this point, since you have admitted to me that you've already spoken to Marley outside, probably none. She is already quite guarded. Her power is important to keep. Her glove, that is. And she has been shut in the top of the tower for her own safety. Not knowing exactly where you stand. The glove isn't important at all. Do you, but do you, finish. Do you really Not believe... knowing where you stand. What? Enlighten me. I do not know where you stand. So I would not readily allow you to speak to someone who essentially represents the safety and uh, community of our tree. So you no longer have faith in uh, the towers? In the watchtower? In the watchtowers. I'm rapidly losing faith in anything but Craven and the tree. You have a hundred people outside your walls with food. Yes, and if our people no inside one... found out, then they would probably go and attack them. I am playing a very delicate balancing act, separate from Craven's own that she's already uh, performing. You're missing the point. What is the point? There's food to be found. There's food. They took another option. They took yeah. it. They went to the tower, and the tower let them have food. Whether they, they took it by force or not, we're not. Well, we know that like they came they back, and they did. The tower didn't kill anyone. Yeah. It kind of sounds like they just went over there and got food and left, and it sounds like their leader may be a little confused as to what happened. <laughs> that gauntlet. fragile. That gauntlet is rendered useless at this point. That gauntlet is just a lie that Craven still believes, that you're choosing to believe. That gauntlet is useless. Outside of your walls, people are eating food, not mani- not limbs that are just manifested as food. You'll continue to eat each other, and when help does come and they find out where the food came from, Craven will fall anyway, and then they will look to see who else backed Craven, and you will fall too. Your town will be slaughtered because of the murder that keeps being perpetuated. Outside, those people will continue to live, but what Craven is doing is criminal. And I don't understand why you still believe in someone. And I'd like to know whose deity stands behind your actions, and whose temple do you stand? Because from what I can tell, it's not a good one. It's one of indifference, blind loyalty. You're not thinking critically. You're not. When they come with help and they see and they find out what Craven's been doing, there'll be some form of justice. They're not going to understand. I'm not here to... I'm, I'm done talking at this point. You can say what you want, but it's... I'm just disappointed. Not in you, really. Just I'm just disappointed in Craven. That gauntlet must go. Roll will. <laughs> 16. You see the liquid in the center of the room that's sort of alighting your faces um, in, this, in this dark center of the tree, the heart of it sort of glows bright and you see it sort of bubble up in the recess for a second and Garth's face aims in that that direction and she seems to contemplate for a moment and says well we are in a unique position 
I did not want it to come to this, but we are alone right now. And although I do not think there are many other ways to do this, other doors could be opened if she is to lose that gauntlet. I don't know what those other doors are. I've spoken. I think that for now, Craven is the best way, but there could in fact be other doors and I may be blinded by my comfort. The only way we're going to see them though, those other opportunities is if she falls. Right. I understand your frustration, but I want peace here too. I don't want to bring war. I want to bring peace. So I'm not sure where we go from here, but I feel that we have some agreement there. If we can do this ourselves, then Marley and her men outside will not even have the chance to lead a rebellion. There will not be a chance of deaths of any kind. Now you're saying... Exactly. This is not enough men to take down the Knights of Red Row above. Well, maybe we don't have to take them down. I mean, everybody listens to you. No, not now. They are listening to Craven. Notice there are only two men with me. There's a large tree. There is someone else we could get to help, however. Just below this chamber is the sheriff. The rightful one, actually. Oh, the actual sheriff. Okay. That would be lovely. (laughs) I locked her in the dungeon myself. Not shocked. No offense. Just out of curiosity, um, why? Well, at the time, it was just following the orders of Craven, who was giving us food. Yep, I think it's time to get rid of Craven. Or at least that hand. That gauntlet is some sick, twisted machination of the dragon. The gauntlet was not a gift from the tree. No. The gauntlet was taken from the tree. It was co-opted from the tree and bequeathed unto Craven by an ancient trickster. I think Herbert gets in his bag and pulls out one of those vials of... What did I call it? What did I write it down? The ether fire. Ether fire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Says. Um, have you been in the room when Craven performed the ritual? Yes, a number yes. of times. And you saw the multicolored strands. Yes. Does that not remind you of this a little bit? And he holds it up. Yes. What is it? This is essentially the blood of its children. The dragon, that is. Mm. We don't know what this does. It's not good. Paul, it was, it was Echo that got splashed with it, right? No. No, it's no, Gwydion it again. It, it was Gwydion. Fucking Gwydion. Echo, Echo didn't get hit once. Gwydion always getting yeah. covered in okay, juices. Yeah. yeah. Over and over <laughs> again. It's like a theme now. <laughs> Lord. Duncan Nome. Yeah. No. Uh, Gwydion. Our friend Gwydion here. He was... Uh, covered in it for a moment and uh, things went very poorly for him 
Yes. Myself being a man of the cloth, you know, we were able to help him and get him right. But this is essentially what is attached to Graven right now. Some aspect of the dragon. Shall we go talk to the sheriff? Yeah. There are two guards at the door. And? And? I would rather not kill them. Okay, well... well maybe we can talk to Sensor to him. Yeah. I want to ask the two guards that are with, with Garth, how, how are you guys feeling about this? How's it one, going for you? One of them gives a solemn nod, and the other says, My mom died. Okay, perfect. Well, I mean, not perfect that she died, but I mean that you're, you're with us, which means that other people are also thinking the same thing. He takes a sharp breath in. I don't know what this is, but... <clears throat> yeah, it's not the way. All right. Well, I mean, let's just talk to the other two guards. Their ranks are pretty sullied at this point. I don't even think they're really thinking about following Craven at this point or food. I think they're just sort of going with the motions. So it'll either be really easy to to convince them or very difficult. I think a better option would probably be to, to sneak down there and knock them out somehow, get the sheriff out, get him on our side, and then head up to the to the roof where Craven is. Perfect plan. What's your name? Elroy. Perfect, Elroy. Great. Are we good with Elroy's plan? Because honestly, it sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm not, I'm no brains of the outfit. That's really Garth, but. It's common sense. You have it. He kind of looks taken aback for a second and blushes. Josh just winked at me. Okay, so Gwydion winks at this guy. Elroy winks back. He goes, oh. Well, this is great. Maybe, yeah. maybe when we get out of this tree, uh, me and you can, me and you can spend a night out of the tea house over in Sunbeam or something. Oh, oh. Um. Well, I, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Um. Okay. Fucking amazing. Well, Echo like looks to Garth. Yes. And she says, um. You know, I know that it seemed impossible yesterday that there was any other possible choice than what you were doing, but like your man here said, this this isn't the way. And you're doing the right thing right now. She uh, takes out a, a flask and starts passing around little cups, little silver cups to you guys. Starts pouring the flask in there just in case. Okay. And then she raises her glass and says, to mutiny, I guess. Yes, that's exactly what this is. <laughs> and <then she> <laughs> oh, shit. Herbert pounds it. Hell yeah, mutiny. <sighs> Didn't think I would be here again. Whew, this is interesting. Um, Garth goes over Sorry. to one of the panels, um, like, against the wall of the, the tree's heart, and presses her hand into it, and you see it move and sort of go inward and then slide out, and a staircase is revealed that goes into the dark wood, and she pulls her sword. Hell yeah. 
Cool. Yeah, let's fucking go down there. Yep. Let's stop wasting fucking time and let's go down there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Garth leads you down. The stairs spiral out and eventually you guys start to see light and there's torches and sconches on the wall and you guys kind of spill out onto this landing of black wood and you can see there's lattice black wood on the right hand and left hand side that forms jail cells basically. Um, down at the end of the hall, you can see there's only one cell on your right hand side that is... Um, that's doors is closed and you see two knights of red row um, these two surly looking dwarf fellows kind of get off off their chairs and and pull out hand axes um, they can see like from Garth's body motion and stuff that that there's a there's a conflict here like Garth is not coming in Garth is not coming in very um, covertly awesome <laughs> um, do you guys just want to let this happen or what are you guys doing well, I mean, I thought the plan was <coughs> getting in here. Yeah, knocking him out somehow. <coughs> hey, uh, the two of you. What's your name? I'm Bill. <coughs> I'm Phil. All right, oh Bill and God. Phil. <laughs> Great, love it, Bill and Phil. Um, do you enjoy, uh, you know, your job? No. That was, okay. That was Phil. Okay, Phil. What about you? What do you, 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 Bill? Yes. Okay, so Phil, um, if you don't enjoy your job, you can take the night off. <laughs> Bill, I suggest that you also take the night off if you enjoy your job and you want to keep having your job. They kind of look at each other <laughs> and then look back at you. And then you hear like a voice like, hey, what the hell's going on out there? What's, I'll ask Garth, what's uh, the sheriff's name? Apollo. Apollo? Yes. Like... Wait, like the Apollo? The Apollo? Never mind. Um, uh, Apollo, we're just we're having a discussion because you know re- you're really not a prisoner, so you don't need to be in there. So we're trying to get you, you know, not a prisoner. Yeah. I look back at Bill and Phil, sort of like, and uh, we're gonna rough you up if you try anything. I wouldn't. That's a very poor choice. I mean, there's a lot of you, and there's a very small corridor, and we've got axes, and, and that guy doesn't have any hands, so. Uh, two of us are also very small. Well, it's true. Not very small. Do you really, do you want to continue eating your own families, or do you want to wait and maybe have a real meal just for once? Because outside of these walls, there's actual food. We're going to change things now. You don't have to keep doing this down in this fucking dungeon all the time watching out over the sheriff you could just take a walk for a minute roll will um emerald aid or try to <laughs> shit i aid Hell yeah. plus two. Oh man um uh, five five plus that's a hey, boys seven Fuck off, boys. <laughs> hey, boys. Fuck off, really boys. My boys are going to rough you up. <laughs> yeah. They kind of look at each other for a second, and Bill says, although that's tempting. All right. I must say, you know, like that, I'm not just going to abandon my post. I'm an honorable fellow. And they both take a step forward, very comically in tune with each other. <laughs> 
What do you guys want to do? Wait, so we don't want to kill these guys, right? We just want to knock no, them out? Yeah, yeah it's the idea. Yeah, this is a one-by-one one corridor, though, or a five-by-five five corridor. So, like, whoever wants to do this, is it's that person doing that. Unless you guys have a spell that puts people asleep. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... Well. Do you have a spell that puts people to sleep? A guardian? A guardian? Guardian? Yeah. It's expensive, but... It's expensive. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Pours out 600 gold. <laughs> Just like... <laughs> hey, man, some spells are like that in other games, and it's... I get it, but also at the same time, like... <sighs> well, I've always attracted the, the, the idea that of that, like, gold is magic in a capacity, you know? <clears throat> There's a lot of evidence to back that up. Yeah, a lot of real solid, real world evidence that gold is magic. I mean, right? What are like, you doing, Gwydion? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Gwydion? All right, um, I'm gonna bring my shield up, right? Okay, and I'm starting to like move forward, you know, kind of like in a almost like an advance, you know? Yeah, and they're kind of scooting up too. And then I'm just gonna lower the shield and be like, I- "I'm just kidding. It's time to go to sleep now, nighty night." And I'm gonna wave my hand and uh, cast slumber. Hell yeah. You have to make a might check against a DC of 10. Okay. Phil kind of raises his axe and like you you cast the magic and it, it sort of like puffs like this this sparkle of silver dust into their faces. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, okay. Phil rolled a four. <laughs> Fail. Okay. Bill yeah. rolled an 18. Okay. Well, one of them's, yeah, in a magical sleep for an hour. Phil passes out he's like Ugh! and then bill trips over phil and sort of lands prone on his face in front of him <laughs> and he starts to get up and then sees that that phil has passed out looks back at the lot of you and seems to lose his gumption he drops his hand axe and he runs over and he looks for an exit but there's just a dead-end hallway so then he goes into one of the cells and closes it and locks himself inside wait where did the back where are the keys? Garth is like, I, I have the keys. Oh, perfect. Awesome. We don't even need, need him. <laughs> right. The guards are just a problem. Bill, you're not going to make any moves? Bill's like, no, no, I'm not. I, I don't want to do it alone. I'm going to sit back here. And he squats. Garth comes up to the door and clicks open the, the cell door and brings the lattice work back. Um, and you see a very elderly woman. Um, with sort of a jutting neck. She appears to be a deepling with two little black nubby horns and a mane of um, soft cobalt hair mixed with gray. Um, lavender skin that has spots of white, almost like liver spots, I guess. <laughs> um, and she's wearing like a black rundown trench coat covered in holes and she has a bandolier on with two holsters that are empty of their guns. Um, and she kind of takes a step out, looks around at you guys, says, Well, this is quite the change. Um, I don't really know what's going on above. But Dorian, it's good to see you. Dorian gives her a nod and they sort of like... Fucking course. Grab hands and hug each other. And Dorian says, Well, I'm, I'm afraid I don't have any guns for you. Um, but we can we can... We got this hand axe here, which she passes off. And I guess that'll have to do you for a little bit. Um, Garth is leading some sort of mutiny, uh, along with these kind folks from the Watchtower and my daughter. 
smash cut at that point to Echo has <laughs> Phil. Was that the one that fell asleep? Yeah. Under the arms. <laughs> she's dragging him over to one of the cells. <laughs> and she's, like, rolling him into it. She just, like, slams it shut. Apollo is like... And then she waves. <laughs> Apollo waves back. And she's like, yep, definitely your daughter. <laughs> All right. So this is the Apollo. This is an elderly deepling woman, yes. God damn it. Does E know who Apollo is? Because I know who Apollo is, and I really want E to I know who e Apollo is. I think E knows who this is. Ah, oh, yes. Um, well, first off, for starters, I'm just going to give her my silver Luger, and I'm going to say, you're going to use this about mm, 700 times better than me. She so. passes it back to you. Oh, fuck. I don't know what kind of stories you heard, but uh, I'm pretty old. So? So? I'm about three times slower than those stories let on, but I've got this hand axe. I'll be fine. You lead the way. Can you, uh... All right. Can you'd you rather have... a jam in, yeah. a, in a firearm? I can. We've got, like, four that are jammed on, don't we? Yeah. Throw yeah. Like I said, you're much better than me. No problem. I'll blow all my stamina. Give oh, God. What? No. <laughs> Echo, like, holds up Colonel's gun. Yeah, she says, takes like, it. I don't need this right now. I And she, like... Pat's forget-me-not on her back. I know that bow. Hmm. She's just, like, over here, just, like, star eyes. Just, like... Yeah, fanboy. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I do best. Apollo throws a quick motion of her hands over the the gun, and you just hear, like, this ka-chunking, and she has it now, like, ready to go. All right. (laughs) Great. Perfect. Well, let's go... Try not to fuck up anyone. Okay. Apollo joins the party. What do you guys do? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. This is fucking sick. So Echo looks to Apollo and says, <laughs> we are going to remove Craven from her position. All right. Yep. About time. Um, you know, again, as I said to everyone here, I'd rather nobody die here today, but we'll do what we have to, right? Oh, yeah. So... Well, yeah. let's go up the stairs. Mm-hmm. We're going to go upstairs. All right. Your new allies in tow. You begin making your way back up the stairs and enter into the um, heart of Red Row, where that molten sap is dripping down into that recess. Garth kind of takes a step towards the, the sap and bends down in quick prayer. Um. Unless there's anything else you guys are wanting to do, I, I'm assuming you're heading, you're going to fucking, I guess, storm Craven's chambers. Yeah. Is anybody doing anything? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quidian's going to kind of look around at everybody, um, getting ready and stuff, and uh, um, just, uh, I think before we go in here, Quidian's going to look around at everybody and say, um, where are the letters on the stone? The vows of obligation, carved long ago. Where is the white lady, the keeper of the hill? I come upon the green altar and offer up my name. May the heartwood grow everlasting. May the stories continue for eternity. A yellow ribbon in the battlefield. Hear the wrapping of blade on shield and make way for the golden light of dawn. And then, like, put his hands out. And, uh, that's his composition. So... You all get to pick uh, which attribute of composition. So stalwart, determined, or 
focused. You see Saul nods around, Garth lifts her head from prayer, and touches two fingers to the silver tree on her breastplate. And Sick. nods to you. Okay. I nod back. So Is that all allies? It's up to four allies. Oh, okay. So what uh, do those do? Um, determined is the target gains advantage on their next three attack rolls. Focused, the target gains advantage on their next three ability checks. And stalwart, the next three attack rolls made against the target are made with disadvantage. Yeah, stalwart basically, in terms of the disadvantage, protects you a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. so you can you can take any of those you'd like. Yep. You can Echo all pick different take ones. Focus. Okay. Which one is that? That's okay. the target ability gains checks. advantage. Yeah. On their next three ability checks. I'm between ability checks and attack rolls. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough choice here because you know kind of what you're you're approaching here is is something that you'll have to save against a lot, you know. I think I'm also gonna take ability checks. And that includes saves, right? Yeah, that's exactly what that means. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna take that. Ah, but damn. If I can just land a few good hits, that could really hurt her. But, ugh. Also, we don't have that um, armor buff anymore that we did last session, right? Only armor. Yeah. That was only on on Herbert, I believe. Oh. Um, Elroy starts smacking his sword against his shield. Nice. It's like the only sound in in the Heartwoods center for a moment. Echo looks over to Herbert and says... Can I see that ring? Well, do. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking wasted, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 of course. He, he'd forgotten, like, he, this, he, the first ring he thought of when you said that was, like, Ring of Orphos, and he's like, uh, No, that one's yeah. yours. No, yeah, and so he pulls off that ring, tosses it to you. Uh, I think that it I'm falls I'm, into the sap, melts instantly. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I think that I'm actually going to take. I'm gonna take attack. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Dorian loads his fucking harpoon gun. <laughs> actually, never mind. no. I'm taking defense. Mm, stalwart. Got it. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Garth opens the big double doors out of the the Heartwood Center. Um, you can see the crowd doesn't pay you too much mind um you've been gone long enough to where they've sort of continued about their business and she looks behind over her shoulder and kind of nods like this is the right time and begins to come around up up where the spiral staircase is and leads the other knights of red row and apollo and dorian up uh the right hand side of the stairs towards craven's chambers at the roof of the tree um are you guys going the same steps or are you going on the the other side your call Mm. I don't. I don't want to split up. No, I don't want to split up either. Okay, yeah. either. Right on, Sarah. No. Sticks together. Yeah. You guys climb these big black um, heartwood tree uh, stairs for a very long time, and then spill out onto this sort of landing that looks out over the town below. That's carved into the tree itself, um, and you can see at the other end of this huge hall, this great hall with like flowing red banners, the the big double doors of black wood. And you can see on either side, there's two little groups of about three or four knights each. Um, and you're still hundreds of feet away from them, but Garth is starting to approach them. And you can see them like draw their blades and the knights of Red Row with you draw their blades as well. 
And Garth yells out, Stand with us or move. <laughs> I love Garth. A couple of them, like, put their swords back. Like, holster their swords. Uh, but even more of them take a few take a few steps forward in advance. And at that, the two knights, two groups of knights, begin to clash in this great hall. Um, you can either help them or move through towards Craven's chambers. But they look like they have it under control. Uh, I want to eat a fern. Okay, you eat a fern. <laughs> Knights are well. fighting around me and I eat a fern. This could very well be the best use for them. Yeah, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And then the four of us plus Dorian and Apollo can make our way up. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I okay. agree. All right, the knights clash um, and you move around this like skirmish in this great hall and move up to the big set of double doors, um, which are in fact uh, hella locked. Um, fortunately, Apollo's got a gun, so she's going to repeatedly shoot at the the um, the actual like inlet where the lock is. Um, and about three shots in, you hear like metal bending against metal, and her and Dorian push the door open, and it opens up onto a small set of stairs that goes past that the room that you guys had seen beget to begin with, where that table was, where where she was doing this ritual with the glove. Um, they kind of peek in for a second, see that there's nobody in, and then look up the stairs further, and you can see uh, the 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 afternoon sun and a a light pattering of rain above, um, and they head up onto the roof. Oh God! Here we go. I am frightened. I want to. Ooh, I want to put on my uh, hourglasses as we go up, and I want to see like who went up here an hour ago. You know, or if she's like been up here the whole time. Right on. Like, uh, just get a good I idea. Don't think you see anything, okay. save for like a couple of the Knights of Red Row milling about in that side room where they typically do the the ritual with the food and the glove. Gotcha. So you know there are knights up in here, but... Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we just keep going up. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Check for traps. Check for traps. Oh, there's a fucking bear trap. It's on the steps (laughs) right here. (laughs) So good thing I have this 10-foot pole. I'm going to pop it. Okay, Um, but for real though, I was playing Witcher the other day and I was just like wandering in a fucking field and I tripped over a bear trap and I was like, yo, what the actual fuck (laughs) is this? Uh, Hunters. Anyways, just continue. As soon as we start to move towards like the the roof, um, Echo like drops that shoulder and the forget-me-not comes off the shoulder. Herbert goes ahead and gets out his bat. (laughs) I'll get out my new fancy gun that I totally won't misfire with. Okay. What's the misfire rate with it? Um, the Luger? Mm-hmm. Two. <sighs> okay. Who has the lowest amount of health capacity? 23 is what I'm rocking. Uh, it's Herbert. 23? Okay. <clears throat> yeah, as, as we're going up the, the steps, I'm gonna uh, grab Herbert by the shoulder and just be like, I know I've done it once before, but I think you're going to need it today as well. Lest it be the priest. And then, like, cast holy armor on you. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. And how much do I get again? Uh, 2d10 of health. Oh, hell Do you yeah. want to roll that? Or you want me to roll That's a lot. You can roll it if you so want. It's fucking much. Damn, it's a lot. Do you want to roll one and I'll roll one? I'll roll one, yeah. We'll roll it again. Apollo looks to you, Echo. Where's I'm going to stay at the top of the stairs and uh, just roll the other. Make sure none of them. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. None of them get in your way, but I'll also cover you from here, too. Good position for me. Appreciate it. Right, and, guys. And uh, you all see Echo, like, 
kind of moving her fingers and she like drags her fingertips along. She does not like scratching. She's like touching this tree and she's just whispering in green and claw. Cool. You pull away and this time there are like wooden talons that have embedded themselves from the heartwood around your fingers. Yo, that's sick. That's pretty metal. Flexes her hand. Oh, you got two times the amount of hand as me now. (laughs) She just like twiddles her fingers at you. Is that a D4 typically? Yeah. Make that a D6, my dude. Okay. Whoa. John is here. John is just sitting over here eating casserole and laughing hysterically. Yep. Our friend friend John has been here the whole time, just like sitting in. And uh, he's just like sitting over here in the corner, just like, holy shit, man. We like handed him some casserole in an ornate bowl, and he's just like sitting in a dark corner, just like watching us giggling. Lord. That's Lester Kale, everybody. Yep. Yeah. Lester Kale. Everybody, a round of applause at home. Just oh, a round of applause for Lester Kale. Lester Kale. Wow. Wow. <laughs> He's flipping me off. <laughs> All right. You guys spill out onto the roof. It's really fucking dramatic. Uh, <laughs> God, we're going to get pushed off. Josh, do you want to know how much I got? Yeah, Ooh, please tell me. Please. Additional 17 health. Oh, oh yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. Monster call. So makes me I now crazy. have uh, 40 health. I'm gonna yeah, fucking sure. vomit. Dude. <laughs> well, I guess I'll uh, hey, can, fucking is die. Is there anything else I can do on the way up here real quick before we get into initiative? Yeah, yeah. Um, after she brings her hand down, like, talks with E for a second, um, she just starts, like, whispering and moving that right hand. And it's like making shapes in the air with it. She's preparing something. Oh, shit. You guys spill out onto the top of the roof. The rain immediately starts to pick up and the wind is billowing at your clothing. And you can see this is just this flat surface of black wood all around you. It's smoothed down from millennia of footsteps from its inhabitants. And there's this sort of like balcony or banister, rather, of of gnarled wood all around you in a big rim. And you can see there's tables as well that have been shaped out of the wood and brought up and pillars and <coughs> statues. Um, and you can see over nearby one of the tables is an elderly man, like, laying down on it. And about six knights of Red Row. And Craven turns and, like, looks at the lot of you and says, I see. Everyone roll initiative. War drums. Ooh. Call to arms for those with updated copies. Hell yeah, brother. Call to arms. <coughs> oh, what does that do? Just to refresh. Um, Zach has Kills to roll Brian. everybody uh, that's yeah. an enemy at disadvantage. Wow. Guys, we're going long. It's a two hour app. We're wow, doing this battle cool. tonight. We're only about an hour in right now. Hell yeah. Oh boy, that means shorter so. for those of you listening at home because of you know editing magic. We edit about forty minutes for every ten that we do. So there's a lot of bullshit. <laughs> Honest to God, there's a lot of bullshit that happens. I like to fart directly into the microphone <laughs> as much as I can. Um, That's why we don't I mean, share microphones. My Zachy has his own. I just hit my vape as hard as I fucking can. Just like rip some sick fucking cat yeah. straight. Sounds like a goddamn train horn. Yep. Mm-hmm. I rolled oh, a 10. Oh, man. I rolled disgustingly bad. Good. Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 
John, would you roll? Uh, go ahead and roll character real fast so you can jump into the. <laughs> we don't. Uh, <laughs> oh. Nope. Oh, oh. Oh. Okay. What's the niche? I got a s- 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 seventeen. Oh, I got thirteen. Okay. okay. I didn't roll like shit this time, Gwydion. Uh, I got a nine. <laughs> Fuck Gwydion, yeah! Not good. Uh, yeah, not good. Huh? Um, Echo. Ten. Okay. I didn't ah, roll shit! As bad I gotta go first. <laughs> um. I did not roll as bad as I thought at all. Great. <laughs> I love that. You guys rolled so poorly. It would have been way worse for you, actually, though. Um, e, what the hell do you do, dude? Oh, my God. Okay, so you said there are six knights. Yes. How, okay, how far away is everybody? Um, they're about 50 feet away from you, and you've got a lot of cover. And Do they have any ranged weaponry? No, they are. They all have hand axes and swords. A lot of them have shields, however. Because they're knights. Well, Echo like says out loud to E, like, you know, don't let her touch you. No, I don't really want to be loaf of bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I fancy not becoming a loaf of bread. <laughs> I fancy not becoming a loaf. Sire, um, would you like to become sourdough? I'll eat you if you do. Oh, shit. No fucking no, thank fucking you. you. I'm just you. Let's what the fight. fuck? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Let's kill these fuckers. Come on. Um, so I want to move up behind some type of cover. Okay. Um, you want a statue, the table, or the pedestal? Yo, a statue. Okay, What's the statue of? Run behind a statue of Marth. Fuck yeah. Oh, wow. It's like carved out of the wood and spirals out. Yo, of what other statues? Okay, real quick though. Like, I know we're like in battle. But what other statues are up here? Okay, to look at the other statues will cost Fucking you hell. Um, can look, and she sees you looking around and goes, like, We can look after. Okay, shut up. Let me think <laughs> for that a second. That's really cool. Come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to. How many. So, how many shots are in this Luger? You three said there's three? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm gonna shoot a knight. Okay. Oh, five. Okay, well, at least you didn't immediately I, I thought I will. jam the gun. Yeah. Dog, there's still time. There's still time for me. So you whip the Luger out and fire off a shot, um, and it ding against his armor. Um, are you doing anything else? Uh, I'm going to take another shot. Okay. Natural 20. Oh, ha, ha, ha. my fucking. Oh, by the seven. I don't even know what the damage is for this. That would be 1d8. So you're doing 2d8. <laughs> yep. 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 Um, eight points of damage. Eight points of damage? On one of the knights. That guy dies. Oh, um, fuck yeah. You get him right, okay. like through the eye and you you hear the bullet like bounce around in the helmet and he just topples over so you just killed a dude oh and then you killed him sick you ended his oh life. wait shit are we not are we are we trying no to- it's fine it's fine i mean these guys i think you'll have to kill these guys these these okay. are the inner circle around her yeah, i think like, like this is it these guys are you're gonna have to do it um like garth is probably going to try to have as many of them back down or knocked out as possible without, you know, by cutting our own losses. But like up here, these guys are, they, they look mean and they, they look like they want to kill you. They cool. are going to kill you. That's so. all I got. Those are, those are my actions. Okay. It's Craven's turn. Awesome. What could go wrong? <laughs> um, she is going to move up 
Oh, no, she's not. She fucking can't risk it. She's going to move um, behind one of the pedestals and, like, hunker down. Um, it's the old man's turn. The old man who's, like, half-naked wearing a toga, toga and <laughs> his, poor fucking his bastard. left hand is grapes, um, stands up and runs screaming off into the the, the pillars inside the, the inner, inner area of the tree. Um, one of the knights is going to run up to you guys and draw his sword. That's all he can do right now. Um, it's Herbert's turn. I was say he can get within about 20 feet, right? Yeah, yeah. He's close, but yeah. Herbert. <clears throat> um, how far away are they? Um, one of them's within 20 feet of you. The rest? All the other ones are about 50 feet away, all sort of surrounding Craven. Okay. Um, where is E? E is right next to you. Right next to me behind a pillar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Behind a statue. Yeah, he took, like, he took like a five foot step away from you and, and got behind one of these um, statues of this like um, strong looking dark skinned man with, with furs and, and two swords that he's sort of resting his weight against. I think like E's like looking at a statue like, oh, this is sick. And then like, oh, I mean, I guess it's not the time, but oh life man, this situation. is sick. Life or death situation. <laughs> yeah, life or death. Come on, come on, bud. <laughs> All right. You know what? Uh, how how uh, how big is the top of this uh, tree? Um, you're looking at probably about 500 by 600 feet. 500 by 600 feet. Yeah, there's a so pretty large... Kind of an oblong shape. Yeah, but pretty large battlefield. How far away is that table that they were all standing around where the dude was getting grape arm? 50, <laughs> 50 feet. 50 feet? Yeah. Okay. So about... Uh, 10 feet behind that. I'm going to center this. But uh, Herbert looks out and is like, just bellows out, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves. In rage. Okay. All right. Uh, And they all have to make uh, will checks. Oh, Oh, shit. Hey, were you affected by this? No. Okay. No, it only has a 50 foot radius. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. How long does this last? One minute. Okay. Um, it's not, it's versus my spell DC, not Tins. What? It's versus my spell DC, not Tin. So. Yeah, what's your spell DC? 14. 14. Okay. Well, four of my five um, knights that were over there um, failed. The only ones that did not fail were one knight and Craven. Oh. Um, so these guys start taking their swords out and just fucking beating each other. Oh um it's absolute pandemonium. Good. Hell yeah. <clears throat> and to be clear, they're not actually... It doesn't look like they're killing each other. They're beating each other with the blunt ends of their sword, um, which might work in your favor, really. Okay. Well, now, keep in mind, text of the spell is they attempt to kill each other. Yeah, they're they're approaching that. I'm just saying, like, up until that point, like, they are, they are beating each other. So, they're okay, very so well when their turn comes, <coughs> then they'll start making killing blows. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, that, yeah, that, that takes two... Two uh, two actions. So gotcha. That's all I've got. That's left. fair. Yeah. All right. It's and I'm just gonna stand where I am. Yeah. It's echo, huh? Yeah. Echo. How uh, many actions of preparation do you think I got going up those stairs? Um, I'd say at least two. Okay. Can I see Craven? She has hidden. 
She did I see where she went? Yeah, she is behind that 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 ta- that uh, table where the old man was. Can I move around where I can see her? Do you think? I'd say so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you want to spend? Yeah, okay. Echo so, starts yeah. like walking. Right, right. Just walking around. She yells out, "Craven!" Yeah, you see her. She kind of looks up at you. And you can see her, like, chanting, and her eyes are sort of half-closed. I've come here to take something that never belonged to you. And she extends her hand out and finishes this motion and says in green, bone to bone, blood to blood, and she casts River, targeting Craven. And changes two letters with the ring to sever. <gasps> so fucking good. And she targets the arm with the hand on it at the shoulder. Oh, so and I'm I'm going for something that's not actually sever because I'm doing it with four actions and three mana. Here's what I'm gonna go for something bigger. Here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, this this costs more mana to do that. Yeah, because she... I'm I'm casting river. And like she's because what you see is like like this blue, almost pinprick like blade. Just she has an action left and she does not need to touch you to turn your body into food. Mm-hmm. She's going to have one shot at this and then that hand's gone. She can do that as a reaction. She can use it as an action. Oh. Yeah, because she held the other action. Her turn was before Echoes, too, so she kind of has a drop. She's That's why she was chanting. Um, I'm going to need you to roll um, a might check against a DC of 12. With advantage. Well, it's with, with advantage, because that's to, what you chose. Thanks to that. Shit. I mean, if I fail this, is she dead? But I think... Oh, no. I mean, she, her hand's... Like me, am I dead? No, your foot's just grapes. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Got great foot. <laughs> I mean, it, it landed. It did. It was just like a little off kiltered. Um, I'm scared. I'm scared too. Well, my mites, my mites, my worst thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a fourteen because that, that was a fifteen. That saves Echo. Yeah, it saves. You feel Fuck like yeah. this shock of magic in your right foot, and you kind of like. This get pushed a bit and you feel like that sharp pain run down your arm and you launch the magic out and she's holding the gauntlet out gnarled and it just catches with that light and you see it like crack and explode in her face and her head gets rocked up against the table and she slumps in her robes and the pieces of the gauntlet shatter across the top of the of the tree all of the knights sort of stop for a second, and a few of them grimace, the ones that aren't enraged at the moment. Um, the gauntlet has been destroyed. Hell yeah! Did, did it take the arm off, too? Was that Echo's intent? Yes. It is gone. Her arm's gone. And Echo yes. looks at the ones that aren't, and she goes, run. <laughs> um, you see piss. <laughs> One of them does begin to run. Um, the one that 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 has urinated his armor. Um, did I say that she said all that? By the way, in green. Oh, she absolutely. Gets, like the bone to bone, blood to blood. 
Does that end your turn, Echo? Yes. God, you're so cool. That ends my turn. She has severed this gauntlet with water. Gwydion. Hell yeah. Cleansed it. That was a blade of river water. Hell. Oh, fuck yeah, dog. Gwydion, you feel like this great weight off your shoulders, like like a, a tumor has been ripped out from the tree, like it's been healed. What do you do? Um, is she is she conscious? Her arms off. You can't see. Her. I mean, her arms off. Yeah, I just you heard her yell out, and you saw this jet of pure energy of just water, like, just like. Okay. shoot in a straight line through the air um, and you heard her cry out and you saw some sort of magical flicker of electricity and water. But I that's... imagine too that anybody who could see Echo saw like this rain come in towards her. Oh, that I means love that. Like, yeah. like pulling it in. Yeah. Coalesced. Okay. Um, I'm just going to get up. Am I near Echo? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Okay, I'm already near Echo. Um, oh, wait, I think she she turned her, she moved around to get towards. Yeah, how far did I move? You are thirty feet away. From okay, so I, I used my full movement. I'm thirty feet to the right. We'll say. Yeah, you can get to her though if you want. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna get the echo. All right, shield up. You run up. Um, so that's movement. Um, <laughs> John right. is just fucking yeah. in it. Echo, are we moving in? Well, we need to. Um, Isolate Craven if she's still alive. Mm. I took her arm. Okay, excellent. I could step on her. You stomp her. He's no, we're moving. Okay, yeah. So I guess um, Apollo yells out to you. Remember, she's still a mage. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so there's no other. So all these knights are just beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. This is happening. Um, there are two knights that seem to be conscious. One of them is up in um, E's grill. And oh. The other one is. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't either. I <laughs> uh, don't worry about me. I'm fine. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna hold my position with Echo, and move with Echo. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, I'm gonna cast crystallize on my shield. Hell yeah. um, I'm just going to kind of wave my hand over my shield and then, you know, the purple crystals. Uh, oh, shit. Do you want all. me to roll any damage? That would probably be a good idea. Oh, yeah. Um, let's say 3d8. Yeah. Plus nice. a Brand. six for claw, right? Correct. A moon. So this might have killed her. It may. It very well may have. Absolutely. Hell yeah. I need to find my d Roll big. Yeah, it's kind of hard to follow oh. that. I'm just going to hand with Echo. Yes. That's like. Yeah. Yeah, that's OP. Which is yeah, I'm, right. I'm okay with that. Like you yeah. do you. you, you you get her. Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. Damn dog. <laughs> She's severely fucked up. Uh, uh, that would have almost taken out Herbert. Oh my God. yeah, dude. Okay, so you're just with Echo. Yeah, got your shield up in yeah. case you need to guard. Got yeah. it. Um, that's gonna bring us to uh, the knight that is not enraged. They are going to run up. And seeing that Echo is a big threat, um, they're going to attack three times. Hell yeah. Actually four. They're going to surge. So they're not nice. Are you guarding me? Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't. I meant the voice. I'm guarding. Yeah. You can guard her right now. Yeah. I throw the shield up. Because you're nearby. That was kind of the point. Which adds what for me? Uh, That's plus four. 
plus four? Oh, crystallize. Yeah. Oh, shit. So you just have this massive, like, wall of crystal <laughs> as this knight is, is trying to, to breach it and, and land it <coughs> on you. Um, okay. I've got a 17 to hit. That hits. And a 16 to hit. No. Okay. And obviously that 12 doesn't hit. And a 19 to hit. That hits. So two hits, two misses. Okay. You take eight points of damage. Okay. Um, so um, I see it like he comes up and starts swinging an echo like ducks one. He comes back up and she's like, oh shit. And then the shield like moves in front of her and catches it. Yeah. But he's just like chipping and chipping away at this crystal shield and does does through his rage land a few hits on you. Okay. That's um, how much? Eight. You guarded her from one. Yeah. I'm glad you did that crystallize because she would have yeah. been in a lot worse shape if you hadn't. All of them would have hit except for the 12. I think so, yeah. Yep. Oof. Okay. Um, that ends his turn. I think it's going to bring us back to E, unless you want to do something with your other action, Gwydion. Um Yeah, I just zoned out and forgot. Uh, sorry. Um, I'm going to cast Turn the Tide. Um, Whoa. It's going to say, um, as a hill in the plain, as a tree on the elf mound, as a still sword in the hand, brave before the host. And then, like, this aura of light and wind starts twirling around Gwydion as he's saying this, and... Every turn, you regain 1d4 of health, Echo, and it's a 50-foot radius. Hell yeah! Any ranged attacks are made with disadvantage. Oh, hell yeah, dog! <laughs> oh, Madeline. That's good. sick! So that's good. Oh, fuck you all. That is good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang out fuck with you all. Is that what you said? No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my next move here, and it's, it does not bode well. I'm just... How are those saying, knights looking? I was saying, fuck, y'all. Um, two of the knights that you've enraged have died. Um, the other two are limply beating each other in the head with the blunts of their sword. I'm sure they will very much die soon. Um, and then we've got two other knights up, right? Two other knights are up. Does Kendorian do anything? Um, he should be acting on your turn. You want to make an attack roll with his harpoon gun? Or you sure. want me to? I'll make the attack roll. Hell yeah, bro. Fuck it. Who are you hitting? Well, I guess probably the one that's on Echo. Yeah, I was about to say you can't see Craven. So yeah, she, he he lifts his uh, harpoon up and sees that you guys are in trouble and launches this. Just a d twenty. Yeah, dude. Uh, natural twenty. Holy Hell yes. yeah! Yeah, you can see like you look over and you see this this look of it's a it's a father's look. Of Hell yeah! And he. He launches this. I guess I'll roll double damage here. Holy shit. Um, the knight is hit in the side of the abdomen. And the harpoon, from your perspective, you see it like go all the way through and just stick in him. He and spits up blood on the crystal shield. Um, he's not dead, but he's very fucked. Okay, E. Uh, there's. You said there's one next to me. Yeah, and next to you and Herbert, right? Cool. With his sword drawn. Um. I am going to. How far away is he? He's um, like right next to us. Yeah, he's ten feet. 
Cool. As a free action, I'm just going to drop that gun. I'm really not concerned about it because, you know, like, fuck goose. Um, And I am just going to beat his face with my fist. Um, Just hockey punching him. Yeah. I'm going to use Fury of Blows. Okay. Um, just, Just a little stamina. And so... Make five attacks. <clears throat> Jeez, oh, that's all. So you're searching. <laughs> yeah. no, no big deal. It's just five attacks, you know. Oh, okay. Well, uh, well, I've missed four. Okay. And I missed five. Okay. I didn't make a single hit. Every single one of those, except for the last one, was a four, and then the last one was a five. <laughs> I fucking. I am enraged myself. <laughs> You're about to be a lot worse. Cool. I'm very excited. This individual has a skill that allows him to attack whenever somebody else misses. Oh, so each blow, sick. you're like slapping against this armor with your fist. And he's pushed back. Oh my back. God. Each time you do that, he's striking up against your chest with his sword. Um, so how many times do you attack? Five? <laughs> Five. Josh looks very forlorn right now. Uh, I'm just thinking. I'm so angry. I'm going to bring that big light bubble towards you. This is exactly <laughs> why I I only roll one attack at a time. Well, you know, that's not how my shit works, the though. If you're getting all those bad, that's crazy. Uh, the only two I think might hit are a 19 and a 20. They both hit. Okay. No biggie. Two you because plus one. Right? Drat, yes. You take nine points of damage from this guy, oh and he's smiling, and he's got blood in his mouth, oh. but he's just laying into you as you're doing this. That's the worst. Um, you're trying to brute force this guy, and like he's just surprisingly strong. Well, this sucks a lot of tick. I can't believe I missed five. <laughs> well, how do you know you, you didn't tell me what you got? Uh, does he have a defense a above a four and a five? Oh, my lordy. Yeah, hecky, four of them were fives, and the or four of them were fours, and the last one was a five. Dude, you are fucked up. Um, you're you're fucked up, and you're gonna die. Eh, probably not. All right, fine. is that your whole turn? I, yeah, it's Craven's turn. She stands up. She oh looks no! At the two of you, and she looks at her knight dying, and she yells out, "You ruined it! Ruined!" It. And you can see like this this crack of her face, her skin kind of breaks and shatters you can see light glowing and she runs up to the lot of you and cast self-destruct oh shit Ooh. hey what's the range on that i'm checking right now <gasps> range is 50 feet um her night's fucked you're fucked you're fucked emerald you are not fucked just because you ran up to that dude so that actually saved your skin because you moved out of that range damn um Okay. You guys, first of all, as she explodes outwards, you can feel like parts of yourself ripped from the magical energy. Because both gain wounds, which we'll handle in a second. Um, Her knight's for sure dead. I have to roll 5d10 damage, though. John. John, are you okay, John? Oh, my God. You still... I think you still heal up. Because this lasts for the entire duration. So. She, yeah, she will heal from that. Yeah. When, what, like, do I heal right now? Every I time you heal a D4 instantly from this. Yeah. 
So who all's in this? Literally at this point, that knight's dead, but just Echo and Gwydion. Okay. Oof. Okay, 5d10's nothing crazy. <laughs> Shut up. You're trying to talk us down while you're like, it's it's, it's like going to the doctor, like, this will just hurt for a minute. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Oh my goodness. It's not looking good, y'all. Okay, gang. What? Give me the hard number, son. 24 points of damage. <sighs> oh, this is fun. What does that mean? How you feeling, William? This cloud of Bad. <laughs> golden fog <clears throat> erupts, and you guys all, Herbert and, and E, I think, see this happen. And for a second, you don't see them. You don't see it. And when the fog clears, Craven is gone. That night is gone. And Gwydion and Echo are still standing. Really? I think. Here's what you see as this clears. You see Echo is standing and she falters. And as you look a little closer, you realize she's dead. Oh, fuck, dog. But she's still standing. Her okay. skin has gone completely white and her eyes look dead. But she's still standing. And as soon as all of you realize what has happened, that Echo is still dead and still standing. Which, for those of you listening, this is a skill called Vengeful Autonomy. The light of Gwydion's magic um, sort of coalesces around her chest and spreads outward. And you are healed for a D4. And you are brought back up. Which is one, but she's alive. Oh, fuck. So you see, like, Jesus. Color return. Fucking yiggity yikes. See <laughs> <laughs> Dorian like oh. sort of slumped and like in shock. Um, it is that knight's turn. What's he going to do? That's the question. Does he want to kill? Now, how far away is he? He's 30 feet away from you. Where did um, you move to? I don't Emerald know. Emerald moved to him. Yeah. Okay. He was kind of between Craven's pedestal and Herbert and Emerald. And Emerald came up to him. Okay. Because um, he was on his way to Emerald, so. If he's 30 feet away from me, then shouldn't he have been caught in that blast? Mm. Yeah, that's very true. Oh, no, you're totally right. That would make Emerald caught in that blast, too. I'm sorry, man. Uh, well, I'm dead. I'm, I'm just... totally down. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, you took the 24 points of damage, right? Uh, Yeah, so I'm down. You're down. I'm down. Knight's dead, too, though, right? Maybe not. This guy's, this guy's a little tougher. 24 points of damage, and you're not going down? Whoa. He's a, he's a level five guy. So so am I. He is extremely fucked up, but he is not. You dead. gotta be shitting me. Is he within my range? What the fuck? 50 feet? Yes, but it's not your turn. Okay, just checking. He's gonna kill me, guys. Um, Actually, yeah, I think Emerald might die here. What the fuck? <sighs> that sucks. A lot of dick. We're in a very tense mechanical thing, so we need to make sure everything's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, I need to check and see how... I'm also at negative three. ...prone works, because if you are down and prone, then... Herbert was right outside of that, so he's not affected. Everyone else is dead. Um, Dorian takes that damage, too, but he's still standing. 
I need to see how prone works because if he has advantage on this, that's that's really the, um, the kicker. Um, I'm checking it right now too. This is really intense. Oh, you're talking about like advantage on a coup de gras? Yeah, because he's down right in front of this knight. Okay, I found the rule. You are gonna take three attacks from this guy at advantage because you're a prone. Um, and if he hits you, that's mortality. How many times is he hitting me? He's hitting you three times. Oh, I hate that. Um, I'm going to roll not with the birthday cake die because I love you. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Are you <laughs> yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Are you ready? Uh-huh. If you kill this character, I will cry. <laughs> okay. A 19. Oh, my God. Yeah, that hits me. He slices into you with the sword. Gross. He looks up and he smiles at Echo. Damn, I hate that. Another 19. Are you serious? Yeah. What does he have advantage? He has advantage. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's- oh! <laughs> okay. Echo, do you want <laughs> Emerald to live? Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Well, she is- very much does. This is your intervention, then. Frenetic intervention. He brings a sword up one more time, and he's smiling at you all. And then you see a piece of the heartwood tree spiral out from his back and impale him. And it lifts him up off the ground for a second, and his sword clatters against the wood. And he turns over to Echo and slumps dead. She, as he, like, looks at her before he dies, she just, like, leans in. And just, like, locks eyes with him. Herbert, it's your turn. Okay. Hi! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey! So, Nobody else up is up, right? No, but we're still in... We're still in initiative because he we is have, dying. We yeah. have a mortality save going on. Just yeah. give me one second. Okay. I'm mean, sure we have all the time in the world. More, well, technically, there's two mortality saves going on. There's two. So do I have to pass no, two? I'm or? alive again. Oh, that's right. Yeah, You're back up. Yeah. You see, like, her, Damn dog. her cheeks, like, flush back. Give me one second. I need... Fuck. You can't get to him. Oh, He's right fuck. next to me. He's, like, five feet away oh, from me. Oh, he is. Oh, God. I thought you were over yeah. your echo. It scared the shit out of me. No. 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 no oh, fuck. I have one mortality right now. Fucking do this, Herbert. Of course I Hell can. Hell Oh, my God. Come on, Cleric. Calm down. Whose turn is next? Well, like, I know I want to keep tension up, but like, Yours. ain't nobody dying today. Her the only thing that I can't stop is somebody in like permanent death. I can't resurrect. I can't do that, but I can prevent someone from dying. That's easy shit. I just want to check a lot, uh, check something out real quick. Dude, John is over there just sweating. Just John is sweating. on the ground. Yeah. John is on the ground sweating and rocking back and forth. Yeah, I'm sweating a lot too. I'm sorry, Madeline. <laughs> oh, dude, it's fine. Josh is sitting right next to Madeline, drenching her in sweat. Yeah. yeah. All right, so... It's um, fine. <laughs> I cast River. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, um, when I use Bless, if I split it up, I have to use multiple actions, correct? Um, well, you can... Whenever you Bless, you can use as many Bless die that you have in your pool as you... Per target. And that's an action. If yeah. he uses three, can he heal three people with one action? Oh, yeah. Those would be separate actions. Right. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. 
Um, why am I trying to look at the book? I've got all my shit right here in front of me. Her. Swap. But everybody, like everybody's dead though, right? All the enemies. There are no enemies up, right? Right. You're only an initiative because E is in mortality save. Yes. Okay, well, that's easy enough. I mean, like, if I'm, if I'm, like, right next to E, I'm just going to walk over and be like, no, not today. <laughs> and uh, nice. he just, like, puts both of his hands on his chest and just, you know, see this, you know, violet-hued light just pour out of Herbert and just cast Spare. What oh, yeah. does this do for me? Well, you're go you from, die. You go from uh, <laughs> you, go, you go to unconscious and stable, uh, but at the same time, I'm also gonna like use bless. Oh, sick dog! As well, love that. Thank you. <laughs> and you regain 15 health. Oh, Whoa! Thank God. You are nice. shocked back into consciousness, and you look above, and you see Herbert, and you see. Echo and Gwydion off the side there, and Dorian's, like, slumped. Um, <laughs> How's Dorian looking? He's hurt, but he's standing. He's okay. Cool. And you look at the marred, um, magic-scarred top of this tree, and we'll continue our tale next time. Damn. Oh.